We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Indochino is the world's largest made-to-measure menswear brand. They make suits, shirts, coats, and more, and everything is made to your exact measurements for a great fit. Indochino's process is simple. Choose your fabric, pick your customizations, and submit your measurements. Your package will be delivered straight to your door in two weeks. You can get measured and design your suit at your nearest Indochino showroom, or do it all yourself online at Indochino.com. Right now, you can get $30 off your total purchase of $399 or more at Indochino.com when entering Blue Wire at checkout. Plus, shipping is free. That's Indochino.com. Promo code BLUEWIRE for $30 off your total purchase of $399 or more. Incredible deal for made-to-measure clothing. You really have no excuse anymore to wear clothing that doesn't fit. Welcome back to another episode of Hard Reads Hotel Edition. Uh, I am on the road, but that does not mean that the show must stop. We must keep going. So, uh, yeah, here we are uh, getting to another episode of Hard Reads. We have Three good topics to talk about. We got the uh, SNSTOs leaving from last week that we weren't able to talk about, uh, you know, Thanksgiving time. Zero's dipping. And then, of course, Congo Saga, one of the last two, one of the last big tournaments of the year. Uh, the other one, I think, being Ultimatum if it gets enough entrance, but that one's after Christmas. So, yeah, Congo Saga, everyone's looking forward to it. Bunch of Japanese representation will be there. Should be a great tournament to watch. And it will be happening this weekend. So, uh, I'm TK Breezy. Austin, what's up? How you doing? Yo, what, how's it going, man? I like your background. It actually looks yeah. really nice in the hotel. I mean, this is I'm in the New York, New York. It's the first time I stayed here. It's actually pretty clean. Now, the only thing I want to do uh, if I end up streaming later is I need to figure out how to, like, sit over here so I can use the TV as my second monitor. So we'll figure that out later as of right now. <laughs> or get, like, uh, better that, upload speeds. Yeah, that yeah, that upload speed is gross. I'm, I'm going to call the front desk. Uh, for that so but uh without you know without further ado i guess the first thing we could talk about is uh a big you know a big issue that has happened uh within the sns community that the sns tos have finally called it quits uh which is crazy 
because I felt like I've seen a lot of people, you know, well, I've seen a lot of people who have worked SNS already have their complaints outside of like Cody, of course. Uh, but a lot of people who have worked SNS or have had their complaints about SNS, and it seems like it's finally come to come to head with all the uh, TOs being like, "Let me get up out of here." So, what do you think about that? Uh, I I saw it as like a long time coming. Uh, like you said, people have been talking. They've been talking about like the poor working conditions for years, and it, it, it's I'm I'm glad people are finally like you know recognizing their value and standing up for themselves. I actually just pulled up the. Uh, little statement that they had you know with like the signatures and stuff like wow they mean serious business you know like they got yeah. their little uh, like like all these signatures from all the tos saying like we had the undersigned staff of previous smash and splashers and they go on and on about how like they don't feel like welcomed or needed there so they're gonna dip and that's probably gonna not that's that might spell disastrous for sns next year i, I can't see it going like swimmingly no pun intended yeah they well that's pretty good pun but uh they <laughs> They like, I don't know, man, like Josh also, you know, he made like a tweet longer or whatever that was like, he was kind of answering some of the stuff, but it wasn't like an apology or anything like that. It was mostly like, hey, you know, SNS has grown to this standard and, uh, you know, we will persevere. And like, uh, there was, he put like a lot of blame on one person. I forgot what it was, but he apparently ended up paying some guy like 20K, you know, uh, throughout, even maybe throughout the years or for the last um, Smash and Splash. And when that sucks, because you have to think about all the other TOs and volunteers and commentators who aren't getting like crazy pay, like, you know, 20 K. Yeah. 20 K. Apparently, you know, I don't know if that's for one standing or over the years, I'd have to go back and reread it, but I know the number 20 K was thrown out, but all in all, like I just expected a little more from Josh uh, on the apology side. And mm -hmm. that to my, in my opinion, that was not an apology. I felt like that was more so like, a, all right, well, you know, and then I think he phrased it like we've decided to let the, tos go when they collectively decided to leave so it's not like a i don't know man it's like it's like the you got fired versus you quit argument and both sides are playing the side that benefits them however i i'm more inclined to believe that the tos left than um than him firing all the tos out of nowhere so i mean he, he has to make a statement like that because it's his brand he has to protect it you know like if he says if he like agrees with them, then all of a sudden people see that and they're like, oh, SNS does have bad working conditions. Maybe we shouldn't support it. So he's trying to do like a, a potential defensive, you know, way to try to help the tournament next year. I, I've met Josh. He's actually a really cool down to earth dude, but I, I know nothing about how he runs tournaments. So like this was all like everything coming out. So yeah, well. uh, I don't I don't know where it's going to lead, man. I, I don't see high hopes for SNS. It's going to go from an S tier to maybe not even PGR. Who knows? I mean, I think people are still going to go. I mean, I, I feel like even if just the, like the Midwest shows up, it'll at least get, you know, B tier status. But yeah, yeah, it's not going to be the, the the big major hit that we're used to seeing S, uh, SNSB for the summer, you know, so unfortunate for them. But uh, at the same time, man, like, I don't know, man, Josh. I know you say you like he's done or do, but like that guy's talked to me like four different times of being of basically saying, like, oh, we got to get you out of here, man. We got to get you out to SNS. The T.O. classic. Yeah. And I, like that's happened like four times. So me, I, I don't you know, I have no beef with him, but I also do not mm -hmm. care to continue a relationship with him. Uh, so it's like, you know, it, he's hit or miss for me. Like if, he, if he's cool, he's cool. Uh, and my opinion really doesn't change. Uh if he does stuff stuff good or stuff bad, he's just like another person in the community to me. So, yeah, uh, I'm kind of in the same boat. Like he was nice when I met him, but I don't have any attachments to him. Yeah. So I mean, outside of that, like I, I'm very interested to see what the tos for Smash Slash will do next. 
what Smash and Splash will do next, we'll have to keep, you know, have to keep looking in on that and seeing if they're going to have a Smash and Splash uh, 6, I think, or is that what they're on, 6 or 7? Uh, or are they just going to cancel it? Yeah, I mean, it's probably, I think it's 6. But yeah, are they going to cancel it or are they going to keep going? That's a very interesting uh, topic that we'll probably have to deal with a little closer to the summer when they, you know, announce, if they decide to announce, so, Yeah. Yeah, they they already have a they already got like the hotel and everything at the Calamari, uh, May twenty eighth through the thirty first of twenty twenty. Oh damn! So okay. I, I don't know if they can like cancel that contract with the hotel or they just got to run it. You know. Well, at so, that time, it's like would canceling like if it ends up being an issue, like would canceling save them more money than them throwing the tournament and then not having show uh, a lot of people show up, and that's probably like something he'd have to look into, but. Maybe they're not even thinking about canceling, and that's just you know me thinking that this publicity is bad enough for you to be like, oh man, Smash Splash might may not be the wave because you know just going through Twitter, a lot of people were like, oh, so I guess I'm not going to Smash Splash this week or this year, and so you you're inclined to think that oh okay maybe this is maybe this is bad, but maybe it's not that bad, and it's just like you know negative hive mind, and a lot of people mm -hmm. who are still going are just not tweeting out that they're going. You know, I actually, I never got Coney's thoughts on it. I never asked him about it because Coney's like been with them since the beginning and he always like praised the tournament. So do you know if, what Coney's thoughts were on the tournament? Like all this uh, bad press coming out? I mean, we like slightly talked about it, but I don't fully remember what he said. So I don't want to like misquote him. Oh, but of course. He's not like, I don't know. It's not like he's also, sh he's not shitting on the tournament, but he's also not shitting on the tournament. That's pretty much all I can really give you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like... You know, I feel like he, you know, he has that attachment to it because yeah, he has been there forever. But like at the same time, you can't just sit back and see what's being said and be like, oh, that's not that that bad because then it's gonna look bad for you. So I'm sure he's got level head on it. Uh, I just don't mm -hmm. know what like the future of SNS and him will be. We'll have so. to wait and see, man. I mean, the, the last time it was top eight, that was a uh, who was it? It was him and, uh, and Triax, him and Zero, no, him and Triax, yeah. And, Hungry Box came in for the TriCast right afterwards. Yeah, man. So that, 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 was, that was a very wacky top eight. <laughs> yeah, speaking of TriCast with TriHex and Hungry Box, I think I might have to actually have to do that at Ultimatum because that's the three commentators that got hired. Uh, oh. Me, TriHex, and HBox. So it should be interesting. Uh, definitely testing my commentary chops. I know that much, but we'll see. Or at least my knowledge of the game. So we'll see how that one plays out. Um, you know, I'm not like... I'm not like upset with that. Like, you know, I don't have any ill will toward them. It's just like, I, to me, you know, I'm the only commentator that got hired. Like it's a commentator plus two guests who can speak about the game. But for the most part, if you're depending on the rest of the commentary stuff, like the, you know, the shills, the throws, the, uh, you know, communicating with production, I feel like that's all going to be on me. So, you know, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, the, the, you know, they get hired for what they bring in the audience, you know, like Trihex is part of the speedrunning community. You can bring in those viewers. Drex is also a really cool down-to-earth dude. Yeah, he's so, a homie. He, yeah, he, he's really cool. And I think he can kind of bring that char charisma into it. I think he was just a little, like, uh, nervous at Smash and Splash. So hopefully he can just jump off, of, uh, you know, bounce off of you. Same thing with Hungrybox. Uh, it, should be, it should be fine. I think he'll be fine. But that's what he said. That's what he said. In his, that, that's one thing that I would give Trihex, uh, give up Trihex that when he fucked up at Smash and Splash, like, he actually, you know, admitted to it. Like, he put the tweet longer out or, like, the long series of tweets. It was like, yeah, man. I don't know what happened. Like my first block was good. I got on to the second block and I just feel like, you know, I got nervous or something. And like that, that wasn't, you know, I wasn't in a good spot or something like that. It was, it was something to, to the extent of basically him being like, I recognize that like the job that I did was not great. And like, I feel like a lot of people would not do that. Like, I feel like a lot of people would either just let it die. You know, they, they have a bad block or whatever, 
or they maybe get a block that they feel like is undeserved and they'd either like just kind of ghost or they just would try to like smooth uh smooth past it and like i think that was really cool that he was like i'm gonna acknowledge this i want to do better so next time i'll do better so big shouts to Trix for that no i i also saw that for long that was really cool of him yeah. um totally i'm on board with with people you know because it's, it's so easy to ghost something like you know I, i've even done it in the past before when like whenever there's like a bad press rock from like smash 4 i would just like ah let it die people forget about stuff literally in a week they so, do it, i mean it's not a bad thing to do it's just also like you know sometimes like the the backlash is just not worth addressing so it's like all right whatever but like you know he's yeah. a big he's a big entity in gaming and speed running and you know to an extent smash now that he's been playing so much more so He's got a, you know, that's, it was probably a good thing that he addressed it. Uh, but speaking of ghosting, uh, we got zero ghosting the Twitch platform and going over to Facebook. That's that, crazy. Uh, that, uh, that's nuts. I, I don't know, like, like I put out a tweet that was kind of like a jokey tweet that was like, I can't believe all these people are upset about him. Like, my man's making that money. Because there's no way that he walked over to Facebook without making at least a six-figure uh, deal. Like, and that's being generous. Because, like, I'm not talking about, like, at least 100K. I think that he's, like, making some bank now i'm not gonna go to just straight ask him but i know that i saw a clip yesterday of another streamer who facebook's trying to post and they offered 1.2 million and he said no which he said no because he was like because i'm about the community and i mean i don't know who it, who it was because like mm. it was a stream i've never watched but apparently he's like a, he sounded like he was from the from europe and he probably has a big following over there but he was like i said no because i'm about the community and facebook is trash and i'm like and then he says, and I don't think that's a good career move for my stream long term. And I'm like, I don't know, man. 1.2 million is a lot. It uh, is, but you can't live <laughs> off 1.2 million for the rest of your life, you know? Yeah, but like you, when you're that big, see the thing, all right, this is coming from Zero's perspective. Let's say that they okay. offer him 1.2 million, right? So he loses all that money that he's making from Twitch, which mm-hmm. in the end probably doesn't matter because the contract is not like 1.2 million to stream forever. It's 1.2 million to stream for however long the contract is, right? And it hit these many hours or whatever. But the thing is, when you get to that big of a, like when you get that big of an influence or you, that big of an audience, you end up like having your audience split all over. So not only does he have a Twitch audience, but also his YouTube videos are popping, which means he's getting YouTube money, which he will continue to get YouTube money uh yeah, he, he said, he's still gonna yeah he's still gonna put out videos it's not like he they were like oh also you can't upload videos they just want him to not stream on twitch and to stream on facebook for 1.2 million uh i'm not saying he's got 1.2 million i'm just using that number because i knew that that was another we talked about earlier i wouldn't be shocked if he got millions of dollars for it so i, I mean yeah i mean he's he's big but i don't know if he's 1.2 million big i'd say the i'd say at the very least he's getting 600k like at yeah. the very least um but but yeah, so like, because he's still going to be making money from uh, one, his sponsor, two, his YouTube videos, and in uh, any any of the other, sp- like the money that he gets from being sponsored by Temple Store and the sponsors that they have. So, you know, he may get money from, uh, I think they're sponsored by Logitech or whatever their peripheral sponsorship is. He may be getting money from that as well. So he's set, plus the money that he's already made from Twitter or Twitch, plus the last check that he's going to get from Twitch. Uh, like, I think he's pretty set. You know what I'm saying? Like, he... He started off like super hot when he got back in there. He was over like 10k subs, and then he dwindled down to like I don't know somewhere around three to four, uh, three to six k is I think uh, the number he was around uh, that was fluctuating back and forth. And that's like good money for a month. And now he's tacking a large sump, uh, lump sum plus his YouTube money. Like I think zero is fine. Now on the flip, 
his viewers are definitely going to suffer because it seems as though Facebook's uh, gaming uh, part is not that great yet. It's not that fleshed out. So it, it seems a little hard to navigate. I haven't tried it myself, but I've seen, you mm-hmm. know, a decent amount of people talking about other people who've already went to Facebook, such as this guy's toast. Uh, he's already went to Facebook and some of his viewers or some of the people who have tweeted about that said it's really hard to find this page. It's really hard to navigate uh, and things like that. But I'm sure that as time goes on, they'll probably be able to clean that up. It's just as of right now, it, it has it holds no candle to the effectiveness and the layout of Twitch. Yeah, Twitch or YouTube gaming or any of those sites. I feel like Facebook's like at the bottom of the barrel. Yeah. Uh, the thing is with, with Facebook gaming, like uh, I, I read reports about this, how the viewer counts are also inflated. Because uh, if someone is just scrolling through social media and they see a video being streamed, that counts as a viewer for like who knows how long, maybe like half an hour or something, just because they scroll past it. So it might say like you have 500 viewers, but in actuality, you have like three, you know, because there's 497 people just saw it on their feed really quick. Feels like my current Twitch channel anyway, you know, I'd be sitting at 100 (laughs) viewers, but only two people are talking. So I'm like, damn. All right. People like do nice. listen in the background, man. Yeah, it's cool, man. I just like little chat interaction every now and then, but it's cool, bro. It's yeah. cool. I, I, I've uh, I've learned to just talk to myself now. You know, like have a good conversation with yourself. Like, I wonder if I should do that. You shouldn't do that. You're right. All right, and then there it is. So yeah, I mean that, that that was good. Like you could just do this podcast yourself, honestly. Like, what am I doing here? <laughs> so we we got a mark. So another thing I wanted to talk about with um the Facebook gaming mm-hmm. was I thought it, when you made that note about how that one guy declined the offer because of Facebook being shady and stuff. And I was thinking if I was in their shoes, I don't know if I would be able to do that. could turn down such a good offer, even though Facebook is known to be scummy and Mark Zuckerberg is, is just the ter- a terrible pers- person, terrible human being. And yeah, the whole, I, I, I also, just... I also talked about that as well is that, that, you know, Mark Zuckerberg sucks for sure. Yeah. Uh, but so does Jeff Bezos at times. You know what I mean? Like, I just, like, there, there's more stories of Jeff, Be- Jeff Bezos coming out and being, like, you know, shitty. And so, oh, yeah, you know, of it's, course. Like, it's like I a rock and Amazon's thing. with Twitch now. Frick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like here. It's like Twitch isn't like, you know, the, like, Twitch isn't like the charity of uh, of streaming. It's not like, you know, St. Jude is, it, or Twitch is like the St. Jude of streaming. Like, that's just not a thing. Like, we're they're both still corporations that at the end are looking for that bottom dollar it's just uh fucking mark zuckerberg has gotten a lot of hot water recently and uh the evasion of privacy is a super huge issue that people have with facebook like because you don't like make another account and go under another name when you hop in these facebook streams you're you know it's still connected to your facebook so like if you're in the chat you know chatting it up or whatever and it's not like a fan page, then that means that I think that means that people can like click on your name and then go to your profile. And yeah, I mean, for the most part, I wouldn't want that to happen to me either. But, you know, mm. it, so it's it's interesting. I still think that Facebook is like or Twitch is the lesser of two evils. But we can't like look and just be like, man, Facebook is so shit because of Mark Zuckerberg. And then like turn around and just look at like Jeff Bezos and like not say anything. That's definitely a good point, man. I, I was actually just thinking about that as you said that. Like, it, it's just because he's more recent in terms of being scummy, you know? Like, I've always known Jeff Bezos is, like, uh, out there, too. But, yeah. God, 
Yeah. Twitch is owned by Amazon now. I forgot. How yeah, do I and, I, and I buy pretty much everything off Amazon. So even though I'm shitting on Zeph Bezos, I mean, I'm still giving him my money. Like, I'm like, ah, fuck it. I can't believe you've done that. Here's my two-day prime. <laughs> like, you're down with Amazon, but how about that Cyber Monday deal, you know? Like, how's that going out? Yeah, I was I was this close to buying a laptop, to be honest. Like, if I had, really? like, an extra... If I had, like, an extra thousand, I was going to buy another laptop. Uh, they had, like, a nice deal on, like, a very sleek MSI laptop, and I'm all about MSI, so... Uh, I was like, ah, but I needed another, like, I didn't want to, like, go, I have a bunch of money that's out there right now that I'm chasing down that I haven't got yet, and I didn't want to, like, spend money that I don't have yet, so I'll just wait, spend the extra, like, $200 and get it when it's off of Cyber Monday, so... With Holiday Rush here, you have to be able to ship orders out quickly, efficiently, and affordably. But how do you keep track of all those orders, decide which shipping carriers to use, or if you're getting the best rates? Luckily, ShipStation can help. With just a few clicks, you'll be managing orders, printing labels, and getting those products out the door and delivered in time for the holidays. ShipStation works with all the major carriers, including USPS, FedEx, and UPS, so you can compare and choose the best shipping solution for you and your customer. No wonder ShipStation is the number one choice for online sellers. You'll ship more in less time with the best rates available. Take the hassle out of the holiday shipping this year. Let ShipStation help you handle it all with ease. Just use my offer code BLUE to get a 60-day free trial. That's two months free of no-hassle, stress-free holiday shipping. Just visit ShipStation.com, click on the microphone at the top of the page, and type in BLUE. That's ShipStation.com. Enter offer code BLUE. ShipStation. Make ship happen. Looking for a great gift for someone in your life? Guys often get dull, cliche gifts like socks, wallets, and ties. Harry's is a gift that's both thoughtful and practical. Listeners of the show can get $5 off any Harry's shave set by heading to harrys.com slash bluewire. Free shipping ends on December 16th, so act now. Harry's makes a perfect gift for guys. It's a great deal for you and for him. Holiday sets start at just $20. That's within Secret Santa limits. And Harry's blade refills are as low as $2 each, so your guy will save money over time. It comes ready to gift in a handsome holiday gift box and your gift gives back. 1% of each sale will be donated to charitable organizations. As a special offer for fans of the show, we've partnered with Harry's to give you $5 off any shave set, including their limited edition holiday sets. When you go to harrys.com slash bluewire, plus you'll get free shipping. Each Harry shaving set comes with a weighted handle with option to engrave, five blade razor cartridges, foaming shave gel for a rich lather, travel cover to protect your blades, packaged in a handsome holiday gift box. Free shipping ends on December 16th, so act now. Just go to harrys.com slash bluewire. That's harrys.com slash bluewire. So, o- overall, like, just zero going to Facebook. Sucks for his viewers, for sure. It's great for him. Uh, I'm gonna believe. I'm sure that he got a pretty large lump sum. He still gets to um, he still gets to upload on YouTube, so he still gets, like, a steady uh, income from that. His YouTube is doing numbers. Um, and I had like this epiphany basically that like where I feel like a lot of Smash streamers that they were being corny and they're like their uh stream title basically was like, Oh, relinquish your prime sub here, you know, because zero's gone. Wait, but I don't really? Think, I don't, yeah, I mean like a lot of people were saying, like, oh man, if you got that extra prime sub, I think that's just corny, but also I think yeah. that like it doesn't matter because everyone knows that the true king of Smash streaming is Nairo. So like uh, Zero has a fan base of, of Smashers that also watch the stream, but for the most part, if you're going to go watch a Smash stream, you're most likely going to watch Nairo. So until Nairo leaves, no one's really getting a, uh, you know, like a super huge boost. I think maybe, you know, there's probably going to be a couple Prime subs here and there for you, but like no one's going from 300 subs to like 1,000 subs because Zero dipped, uh, except for like Nairo probably going from 6,000 to 7,000. So 
uh, I don't know, man. It's like, I think Zero has successfully crossed over to being a variety streamer. So him leaving is not a super huge waste on the Smash side of things because he's already kind of shown that like he doesn't really care about uh, he doesn't really care about Ultimate like that anyway. So yeah. he's doing his variety stuff and then he goes and does his variety stuff on another channel. So it's not really like a super huge hit for at least Ultimate. At least Ultimate. Now Melee, that's a totally different story. But like as far as Ultimate goes, yeah, I think I think unless Nairo left, yeah, you guys are all, we're pretty set for the Ultimate. Can you imagine uh, if Nairo leaves? Fine. What if Nairo's next? I mean, I think he'd probably go. I feel like Myra would probably go to Mixer before he went to Facebook, if yeah. anything. But I also think that, like, I heard that Twitch is actually doing some renewal deals now where they're paying people to stay. So, uh, you know, it's not it's not bad. Your, your contract renews every year with Twitch. Sometimes it's, like, it's automatic, so you don't get to see it. So, like, a streamer like me, I'm not going to go and look at my contract because, like, I'm not big like that, right? But, uh, like, a streamer like Nairo, who's, like, pretty much carrying a, a directory it should be overlooking their contract and seeing what else they can get before, you know, in comparison to some of the other contracts they could probably get from Mixer or Facebook gaming or YouTube mm-hmm. gaming and stuff like that. Yeah. And he's got his brother to be his manager too. So like he said, doesn't yeah. have to actually even deal with any of that. Cause like, yeah. uh, I, I know like when you, when you start streaming as like, you know, when you first become partnered or first be, uh, become an affiliate, it's like split 50, 50, and then you can negotiate that later on or like your team can negotiate it to see, so you can get more of a pull of that. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I definitely got a higher split uh, after I hit 300 subs. So, I mean, I'm sitting nice, but uh, I'm sure that I feel like Nairo's probably sitting at like $4 to one. So yeah. I wouldn't yeah. be shocked. It's yeah. like, I'm, I'm, I want that to be 450, sir. I want that. To, you get 50 cents per sub, please. And they'd be like, you know what? Okay. <laughs> you got it. Just, just stay. <laughs> All right. So, uh, you know, with that being said, you know, good luck to Zero. Uh, if, mm. you, know, you know, I hope he has fun doing whatever he's doing over there. Uh, and that he gets paid and he, you know, lives successfully. That's all that really matters. And uh, because he's such like a big entity, you also got to think about the fact that there's going to always be opportunity for him. Like him just showing up to places will get him paid uh, and things like that. So he's, I think he's on the right track to continue to make some money, but we'll see what happens a couple years from now, you know, or a couple months from now, depending on how the deal goes. So moving on though, we're going to look in this, into this Congo saga and who's stepping up and going over here. Uh, I don't think this is seated yet. Uh, Oh, it looks cheated to me. Shootown number one? Wait, yeah, Shootown is number one? I have MK yeah. Leo as number one. Maybe I gotta go to Ultimate Singles. Okay, there I, we go. I just look at All the right. bracket, yeah, yeah. All right, yeah, let me look at the bracket. You're right. All right, so let's go ahead and look at the top. There's 975, so let's look at the top. Let's say... 32. The top. Yeah, it's top 32 seeds. That's pretty good. So right now, of the star players that you're going to be watching, you have MK Leo, Nairo, Samsora, Zachary, DeBuzz, Tweak, Gluttony, Meister, T, Light that's that's 10 right there, and then uh 11 to 20 you have Shutone, Kamime, Void, Proto, Bon Bonham, Ken, Cosmos, Kuro, Wadi, Goblin, and Kome. Uh, and then you keep moving down, you got Rivers, Nico, Rido, Schroeder, Pandarian. Uh, move to the next page, Wrath, Prodigy, Miyatono, Luis, Best Ness. And then rounding up our top 32 is Ned and Myron. So right under Myron is Elegant, which is kind of crazy. I thought I feel like Elegant should be outplacing Myron, but I could be wrong. Uh, regardless, very uh, stacked competition, man. I didn't really know, realize how many people were going to the Congo Saga. 975 entrants. I feel like there hasn't been like a tournament in a while that was just like the stacked tournament, you know, because like, like back in the summer we were spoiled. We were getting like a stacked tournament every weekend. 
Mm-hmm. And so now it's been kind of like, you know, heading off a bit of like, hey, this could be the finale. So everyone's going. And, you know, 2GG, they always get the Japanese players. So yeah, yeah. That, the Japanese that representation here is super huge. So Ken's there. Ken has been in the USA since uh, that Midwest Mayhem, back when Midwest Mayhem was even a thing. And uh, so the only time Ken came to the States in Ultimate, he won the tournament. Granted, it was just a Midwest tournament. But, you know, that's still saying something. He's getting second at the Japanese tournaments over there, you know, competing with Sonic the Hedgehog, a character that people think sucks in Ultimate or is not that good. I could see Ken getting top eight. Like, I could see Ken getting top four even, maybe. I mean, yeah. we'll, we'll have to wait and see. But I, I'm excited to see what, he, what he's going to pull out with the Sonic. Yeah. I think another interesting thing I see here is the tweak is definitely sliding down on his uh, on his seating. He's number six now, and usually he's like number two or three. So... Yeah, Tweak's got to pull it together, man. Uh, it has not been looking good for him in the last few tournaments that he's went to. You know, he I think he got like ninth at uh, at Atlanta, uh, losing a Wrath. 13th. 13th, wow, even worse. Yeah. Okay, so, yeah, just just not really going well for Tweak here. Um, see, it's sixth. He's been doing, let me see his recent placements real quick, because it seems, seems like he's only really going to, yeah, 13th, and then he got second, the Tri-State Showdown, and the first at, Special mm. singles, but those are both like you know, those are like locals. So at his last like not local, years, you know, not two twenty nine, one thirty six. All right, I'll give it up. Second at that two twenty nine, though, first out of one thirty eight, and then thirteenth out of six forty one for DreamHack. But he's definitely got to pull it together, man. I don't really know. I mean, you have to think about the fact that like uh he didn't really do that well at Summit either. Like that was you know that was pretty rough. So yeah, yeah he's got to <laughs> he's got to he's got to pull it together there. uh You know, if he wants to continue to have that shot at being number one on the pgr mm-hmm. i don't think it's happened in this pgr i think he's taken quite too many losses even if he was able to bring it back now that it's too late but uh he was widely considered the second best player in the in the world in the first pgr and now it's like he's just been faltering while the first player the first best player mk leo you know he's taken a couple losses here but he's probably still considered the best player for sure hey he started season two so well that's the thing like he 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 got what, what was it he got second at evo first at low tier city like he he was doing really well third at SmashCon, and then after that it just kind of fell off so he's definitely gonna like i think he's guaranteed a top four five position position in pgr season two so like he'll still be way 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 up there but yeah. I, he, there's no way he's taking number one point like he yeah, it, like even if he wins this tournament coming up like, he still won't get number one yeah probably not yeah so uh yeah, I mean, Congo Saga is going to be a nice one. I'll be there. Um, uh, EE will be there with me as well. Uh, mostly uh, our other boys are going to Mango's, like, birthday bash, which I definitely would have went to if they hit me up first, but I got I just pretty much went Congo Saga because I wanted to go anyway in the Mango birthday bash same weekend. Real rough. It's going to be in Toronto. should be a good time for the, anybody going up there. But if you want to, you know, listen to Black Plague, do some commentary, we'll, we, we will be doing top eight or four, whatever we're doing uh, for uh, the end of Congo Saga. And then, uh, yeah, it's also EE's birthday that weekend. Uh, oh so, really yeah big shout out to e i think i think it's, it's either friday or it's uh the, the actual weekend but yeah definitely uh check that's where we're going to disney on, on friday because it's you know birthday stuff so disney man yeah it was cool that we were all like in town for uh, your birthday but it's just oh, a yeah, shame that great. like it's a shame when everyone like can't like get together for it because we're all over the freaking nation so yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah, big shout-outs to D1 trying to do something else on my birthday, so. <laughs> hey, he came through. He came yeah, through. Yeah, yeah. I feel like he only came through because whatever Hugs thing was didn't pop off that well. I just I can't believe he was like, yeah, well, you know, I never get to see Hugs that much. I was like, dude, I live in North Carolina, <laughs> and you live in Cali. What are you even saying right now? Like, it's like, oh, man. Friends, bro. Friends, so. <laughs> You're never going to let that down. It's Friends, amazing. bro. Friends. <laughs> 
I mean, but anyway, he came through because uh, his other thing got canceled. Anyway, all right, all right, all right. All right. Uh, I think, yeah, I think that we pretty much covered all the topics we want to talk about today. I'm sure there will be more stuff happening within the next few weeks, but uh, yeah, for now, you know, Smash Splash, good luck, Zero, good luck, and watch Congo Saga. That's what we'll, we'll be doing this weekend, so yeah. it should be a good time. I'll be at uh, Twitch.tv slash 2G Gaming. Yeah, go ahead and check it out. Uh, that, that'll be that's the last rod, right? The, besides that ultimatum tournament or whatever. Oh wait, actually, that's that's a big, big point. That's my uh, that's my chippy said. Did we talk about DreamHack winner? We did not, and we should definitely talk about it. Left and one. Oh uh, yeah, I forgot about yeah. that. Left and one, and uh, then like it's almost like if Vegeta actually became stronger than Goku at some point in time. That's what it feels like. <laughs> When left it's not he, right you know yeah, like, like he's, he's not supposed to win his whole way through and then he won and it's like, you're like wow okay well uh willpower i guess i don't know do you do you, i feel like you get you earn rights to complain if you win i i don't know maybe, maybe that's wrong but like yeah you can shit I, on the game forever now like you did yeah. it well was that that wasn't an s tier was it no, but I mean, he beat Mr. R, who was like shitting on him during that boot camp. But like, I think the thing is, like, he went back and reviewed those vods, and so Mr. R really mm-hmm. kind of shot himself in the foot for playing. But at the same time, there was no way that he was going to be in a position where him turning him down, uh, like, him turning him down means that like Leffen was just going to get on Twitter and shit talk him for not being a top player that grinds. So he was basically oh. forced to play him. Like you, like it was, a, it was a double-edged sword. Like you that was play a trap him. card right there. Yeah. You play him and then you give him all the, uh, the info or you don't play him. And he's just like, wow, man, I told you ultimate players never want to fucking grind. Dog. What a bitch. Like, <laughs> just go ham. Nah, and I, that, that's nuts that he won that. I mean, granted, like that was just EU, right? No one from the States went. Uh, not that I know of. Yeah, I think it was mostly. Yeah. So, and then on top of that, like, gluten didn't even go. So it was, it was oh, really? it ended up just being, like, Mr. R and, and Leffen. And, like, some of some other, obviously, notable, notable EU players. Oge was there mm-hmm. and stuff. But, like, yeah, it's just, I don't know, man. It's cool that he won. Uh, like, when Leffen's, when Leffen starts to get, like, top four at an NA tournament, that's when we're going to be, like, that's when we're screwed, right? That's when we know that, like, well, Lef- Leffen's just going to take over this game now. Because I-, I could see Leffen doing it, honestly, if- if the way he's been grinding. Yeah, I mean, he actually, I mean, he'll complain the old way, but he'll definitely still try to learn the matchup. So mm-hmm. most people will complain and just put it down. Like, Leffen's like, no, nah, I'm going to complain, but I'm still going to learn how to beat you later. Uh, yeah. Doesn't so. ask for nerfs or anything. I don't really oh, see. There's a PGRB tier going on elsewhere that a lot of EU went to. Damn, that sucks. Split tournaments. People man. don't want to go to Dream Hacks, man. People just don't want to go to Dream Hacks. I get it. Yeah, but split tournaments is also just not helping in general. Dude, I was talking to the people, like, you know, I can't, I'm down here. I was down here in SoCal yesterday uh, for that uh, UCI Game Changer event. And mm. they said that was one of like seven locals going on at that, like that day. So I, I get that SoCal's big. Like, that makes sense. But I think a couple of those locals could combine and they could probably have two to three locals every day. And you would just drive an extra 15 minutes or whatever to get to where you need to go for that local instead of driving, you know, 30 minutes to this 10 man local, you drive 45 minutes to like a, like uh 45 to 50 man local. I don't, I don't know the comments. It's just, it, to me, it makes more sense, but it's you know, the competition. So they're running, they're doing whatever. It's the competition from the TOs. It's like, they're, they're all trying to get their own tournament out there. They want to be the other tournaments. Yeah. And Everyone also on to top of that, guy. On top of that, they don't want to drive. Like, it's SoCal, man. No one wants to drive there. So if they can drive less, they'll do it. 
Um, also, man, I think I'm going to probably save this topic for next week, but I've seen a lot of commentator bitching lately. Uh, and that's what I'm going to call it because <laughs> that's what it is. Uh, but I've seen a lot a of commentator bitching lately late, lately uh, about oh, how they've been grinding and not getting opportunities and people are, uh, you know, blacklisting them and blackmailing, blackmailing them and shit. Dude, we've all went through the same stuff. And I have had tournaments where I was overqualified to get the spot and I got turned down for the shit. And you know what I do? I just keep working until it is literally impossible uh, for me to get denied or it becomes an issue when I get denied and people are like in your chat being like, I cannot believe TK Breezy is not here. And like, that's the, that's the grind I feel like a lot of people don't have while, while also disrespecting the grind that I've done because they weren't existing when I was doing it. And so they just see, you know, they hop into the game, they see that like I'm doing all these top eights or whatever. And they're like, man, I want to be up there doing all these top eights with the greats like TK, like EE, like D1 and all that good stuff. Whilst like not looking at the history and not doing any fucking research to be like, wow, this guy's really been at this thing for 10 years. And for eight of those or for seven of those were unpaid. So yeah, it it's, it's a while. So it we'll is, talk about it, that next week. Cause I we'll do want to talk about, about that. Week. We're definitely talking about that next yeah. week, but I'm gonna I'm gonna put that out there now. So definitely tune in to next week's episode where I shit on every, all the new commentators <laughs> who are complaining about absolutely nothing, uh, or Fucking complaining about not having reason reason to complain yet. So, yeah, yeah, that's that's my final thoughts. What are your final thoughts? They're bitches, man. Like, uh, what else can I say, right, bro? Like, yeah, to go that damn. <laughs> come on, like, what is it? like? Why why are they complaining on a public forum? They want to burn bridges? Like, what? I don't understand. Whatever. God damn, you had to go to him. I, I was I'm, trying to be. I was trying to keep it. You know, I was to... <laughs> I'm just being real, dog. Like, I, it, that that, sh that shit infuriates me. Like, it, it's so it's such a stupid move. We'll talk about it next week. We'll talk about it next. We'll talk week. about it next week. So, guys, thank yeah. you guys for watching. Uh, hard reads. Uh, we'll have this up on YouTube probably tomorrow because I won't be able to really upload it on this computer. This computer's kind of trash. Uh, but uh, we will have it up tomorrow if you want the on-demand version. We'll also probably have the iTunes up later tonight. So uh, definitely check that if you didn't miss a seat, get all of it. And we will bring more hot topics to you next week. We'll see you then. Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran, Marvelous Marvin Hagler, and Thomas Hearns. Legends, whose four-way rivalry defined one of the greatest eras in boxing history. Relive their decade of dominance in a new Showtime sports documentary, The Kings, a four-part series now streaming on Showtime. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash blue wire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.